2: Our guy Seth Payne joins us at 2:40 every Tuesday. You can hear him every day on uh, Payne and Pendergast in the morning, 6 a.m., 10 a.m. And I know uh, the big story here is we're just kind of waiting for it uh, oh. when uh, when uh, it would be announced that uh, that Demico Ryan's is the head coach. And I want to ask you, uh, one who's a former teammate of D'Amico, just like Wade Smith is. I, the the question I asked Wade. In the crossover, I want to ask the same thing to you because we get in these points of, all right, man, yes, how excited we are, all the great things about D'Amico Ryan's being the head coach, and there are. But we all know no one's perfect, and everything has some potential concerns. And I'm curious from you, Seth, knowing him, what are your concern? What would be concerns that you would have about D'Amico being the next head coach?
1: Um, I think the, the two things that would naturally come up anytime anybody makes that transition from, you know, actual, you know, from employee to manager, I guess, which is what happens when you go from assistant coach to head coach, all of a sudden you're in charge of firing. Uh, one is simply the, uh, is he enough of a jerk? 'Cause there needs to be enough of a jerk in you to where you're you know, you can politely go about the business of being a jerk. But you gotta you gotta make hard decisions at times. I feel pretty confident about that. I think that D'Amico's always had a very straightforward manner in terms of you know, understanding what the ultimate goal is and that you've got to be frank and honest with people about getting to that point. That's what linebackers do. You know, that's what quarterbacks do. That's what linebackers do. And I think he's always been very good at that. The other side is, is, as much as I've stumped for D'Amico Ryans, I was telling Tyler... Uh, As we were waiting to come on, Um, now that I've stumped so hard for D'Amico Ryan's, yeah, we've got to get this offensive coordinator thing right. We can't, I can't have the multiple people that have come after me telling me how stupid I am for wanting a defensive coach to to be proven correct. Because a, it would mean the Texans aren't doing well offensively, and b. My ego would be wounded, and, and we can't have that.
3: What, what do you think about the, the, the dynamic between GM and, and head coach? And I'm not, I'm not necessarily, Seth, asking you the question because it's Nick Cacera. There's a lot, of, a lot of smoke around Nick in terms of being like Bill and yada, yada, yada. I'm just, just generally speaking that relationship, how it needs to work, best case scenario, and, and what it looks like here in Houston.
1: I think just you know from knowing those guys and I, you know it's not like I'm close friends with either of those guys or anything, but from observing them and watching them professionally and and I think I I know D'Amico's personality pretty well just from my experience with him a long time ago, but also just from knowing people who know D'Amico, I think they'll have a pretty productive relationship. And again, if you go back to always keeping the ultimate goal in mind, I think both of those guys have an ability to sub subvert their own ego or what am I saying? Suppress their own ego. They like the, the, to listen to other people's input. And, you know, Casario worked with Bill Belichick for 20 years, who's not an easy guy to, you know, chum around with. You're going to have productive disagreement in in that relationship. And yet I don't feel like he's a guy who's, necessarily a bully or anything, you're gonna to have to have things exactly his own way. So I think that those guys will have a pretty good meshing of personalities. I guess again, what I wonder about is, you know, my my preference for D'Amico and an offensive coordinator would be somebody from that Kubiak Shanahan McVay tree. Because mostly because of uh, like there's a there's a franchise element to that where you can get those guys, you know, and Clint, I think, you know, you can probably appreciate this better than me, that there's so many of those offenses out there right now and so many assistant coaches being – taught and tutored underneath these Kubiak, Shanahan, McVay offensive coordinators, that I think that you you can go out and pluck out and find the bright kids out there who will come in and use the same lingo, will understand a lot of the same philosophies, but with their own tweaks, to where, hey, if the offense is going really well, and let's say the Texans hired, say, Zach Robinson away from the Rams or something, maybe Zach Robinson gets a head coaching job in two years. If D'Amico does his job correctly – and if, if Casario does his job correctly, they'll have a couple other guys on that staff that are capable of being offensive coordinators. Um, so, so that's what I want. The question is, hey, is that what Nick Casario wants? I think that's what D'Amico would want, but I don't know. Is that what Nick Casario wants? Because that's a different world and a slightly different you know, style of offense and, and thinking of offense than Nick was too.
3: Seth, I, I think there's a lot there, man. I, I love the coaching staff conversation, and and the the the, uh, the the other thing that I think is going to be difficult this year, right? And, and I'm I'm curious to know wh- kind of what your initial thoughts are. Uh, there's so many needs on this football team, right? I, I think typically for a GM and a head coach to sit down and go, okay, look, you, we need a we need a left tackle, and we need a, a, a safety and a linebacker. Let, let's let's go out there and see who's available and get the best one. With the Texans, man, they're gonna sit down and they're gonna I think I think their their wants and their preferences are gonna come into play a lot more this initial draft because there's so many openings, right? There's so many so many needs, and then it comes mm-hmm. into what's the priority? And boy, that between Nick and D'Amico, their their priorities are gonna have to align in so many different ways because there's so many voids, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I guess, you know, then you get into a question of, okay, what's the most impactful guy they could go after? Um, I think that, look, you can always use pass rushers, obviously, and I think that one thing they've done well in, you know, in D'Amico Ryan's defense, Robert Sala's defense, whoever that would be, is that they've taken guys who are really good Uh, uh, very good at the second level and made the most of them. I think in a way that Fred Warner who came in with D'Amico Ryan, you know, Fred Warner was coached by D'Amico Ryan. D'Amico Ryan was his position coach and and a middle linebacker can make the secondary look better, can make the safeties look better. Why? Uh,
2: why?
0: If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet you might be hearing this a
1: lot. Why?
0: Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash